Welcome back everyone to another episode of Paradisos where if you change your thoughts you can change the world that is right that is right we are back with another installment with myself dennis and of course my wonderful brother ray yo yo is right and today is friday and you guys know what that means that is right it is freestyle fridays where ray and i get on the mic where we speak freely unedited off the dome and about whatever comes to mind, guys, you know, freestyle, what that's what that means. So, yeah, uh, we haven't gone on the mic on the podcast for a few days, maybe a week or two, um, but we're back. I don't like to say we're back because we're back entails, entails that we were gone, but we weren't gone. We were just um, busy, I guess, you know, life. Uh, so Ray, how has your week or two been? Any, anything you would like to start off by saying? Um, you know, the little clapping ovation that you do every time we start the episode. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing a clapping ovation in my head because that's the first time we haven't messed up the intro in about a month. (laughs) I knew you was going to mention that. Tried really so, hard not to mess up this one. So good job. <laughs> all right, all right. So yeah, how's how's your week been? Any anything interesting? We have spoken, you know, a bunch of times on the phone, off the air, but you know, we are on there now, so let's get it all out there. Um, you know, Labor Day just passed. Uh it was it was a different kind of weekend. Went out, um, got out of the city for the weekend, and it's—it was how do I describe? It was nice to get away, but what I've learned is make sure when you get away, you you go with the right group to get away. Because if it's not the right group to get away, it's just going to be like the same thing, just in a different spot. So talking about getting away, do you think it's more important to go away with the right group of people or go with the right mentality of wanting something to come out of that sort of quote unquote getting away? What do you think it's more important? Is like, I'm going away. I want to get something out of this, whether it be spiritually, physically, mentally, you know, all the above, what's more important? So I think they're both important. I think the first one, the spiritual, the intention, I think you shouldn't really think about it or have to think about it because I think you already have the intention of that happening because you're leaving. And then the second part of it is the fact that when you go, you have to go with the right, group of people or whoever you may go with to make sure that you're going to be able to be, uh, you know, where you want to be mentally or physically for the simple fact of you getting away. 
if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was fun. I mean, I hit the gym. It's really hard to not hit the gym no matter where I'm at. Um, I sat by a lake for, you know, twice or three times and early in the morning, getting some sun, some fresh sun and some nice trees in the air. So so where were you, if you don't mind me asking? Um... I was in the Poconos and uh, it was, it was cool, man. Like I said, you just got to make sure you got everything squared away when you go. The right group, the right getaway, the right mind. Because the you the really right intentions. Yeah. You want to come out with, you want to come out with the feeling and the results, you know, that resolution you're trying to solve, you know, maybe something might be going on or, you want to try to get away to get, you know, out of the distraction, the noise. and. But, but would, and, wouldn't that sort of like imply that you're getting away from your problems instead of dealing with them? I mean, I, I know that's not always the case, but should that <clears throat> be a solution ever to getting away from, you know, your problems? So when you say problems, um, I never said problems. No, but I'm you, a, you said a, like getting away from the noise and all the stuff that's going around you. I just, I added the word problem. Yeah. You know, you're right. You okay, didn't say so problems. I wasn't, I wasn't, I think if you go away running from problems to try to get away from them, but then eventually come back, I think that's a whole different subject. That wasn't my intention. I don't have that kind of intention. And I don't have problems like that. Like, uh, that, I, that wasn't anything. That's the first time I've ever even thought of what you just said. Right. Your intention for, have. you know, going away to the Poconos for the weekend wasn't to get away from something that was, I don't know, stressing you out or anything. Nah, it was that, you know, it's, it's crazy. Cause that's the first time I've had that thought. You just put it in my head just now. <laughs> I, su- I swear to you, it, it was just, I remember watching a Patrick Swayze documentary, which is a phenomenal actor, unbelievable. And he said, I don't, he said he didn't want to live in Hollywood. So he moved outside of Hollywood just for him and his wife to live on their farm and be by themselves. And they didn't want to be in the noise. Mm-hmm. And that he was very in tune with himself. And I was like, wow, you know, that sounds like he knows what it is to be in a spot. And then he, he, he likes how it is to be away. And I was like, damn, that's got to be nice. And <clears throat> it was just more of I wanted to see the experience. Experience something new. Um, yeah, experience. Yeah. They just say experience something new. So, I mean, not something new because I've been, you know, I've gone camping when I was younger. I've experienced it, but this is a new mindset. Right, now. right, 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 right. So in other words, it is a new experience. Yeah, sure, you've done it, but you did, you've did. you done it in the past, but you never did it with the mentality and, like you said, the mind state that you have now. Yeah, it, it's, you know, we don't forget the stuff that we know. Right. We know it. We've done it. We felt it. Now, our thoughts are different. Right. 
and how we perceive, you know, everything. So, and by your thoughts being different, it's you know your experience is different. You know, going camping when you was a child, you know, when you was a little kid is a lot different than you going camping now. It's it can be more uplifting for you instead of, um, you know, more not. I don't want to say that it wasn't fun because I'm sure it was fun, but. You know, again, you have a different mindset. You're going there to, you know, enjoy nature instead of enjoying running around, the act of running around as you did when you were a child. You know, you were enjoying, you know, the fresh air sitting by the lake rather than, you know, playing with a ball or chasing whatever it is. So, yeah, it's you, you having the different mindset, you thinking differently and your thoughts not being the same as they were when you were a child, it becomes a new experience, even if you've done it before. You know, I, and I completely uh, attest to Alan Watts when he says uh, the answers are in the silence. You know, go into the silence and you'll find your answers. And it's like, mm, some pretty strong shit. And if you, if, there, if you ever really pay attention like super pay attention to everything that's happening. You can see people love to distract themselves and they don't really see or listen or think and just quiet. Just sit there in the quiet, my G, or to everyone. Just sit in the quiet for a few minutes and just see what happens. And those, I'm telling you, that's a space that it's, it's very calming if you've been there to enjoy it, to feel it, and just... Stay focused. Try to keep yourself focused and really get in tune. I like when you say spirituality. I, I, I pronounce it terribly. Um, I don't know how you mean it, though. Do you mean it on, like, a religion aspect? Um, or do you mean it on, like, uh, I, don't, I, don't know how, I don't know how to really... I think we, 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 we see spirituality different you know differently so i don't really like to call it religion because i know people don't like to hear that word are you you in tune with god when when you do it yeah yeah as as uh someone else being tuned with themselves correct for me for me that's that's what that would entail you know me being spiritually fit me being you know getting away to um spiritually strengthen myself you know that's that's what my faith is it's just it would be to you know get in tune with god for you it might be different it might be you uh being in tune with yourself being in tune with nature with things around you and you know that's how we that's how we see spirituality differently yeah it it was cool man and and back to the story um you know seeing the spiders everywhere and the daddy long legs (laughs) and The spider webs just everywhere. Spider webs were just looking immaculate. Yeah, and me and me being from New Jersey and working in like wooded area most of the time in carpentry, you know, in Klein's homes and stuff like that. It's you see that nonstop. And I, 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 and it's funny that you mentioned you know spiders and all. I don't really want to stray off, but really quickly, I um. And again, I just another thought came into my head before I talk about spiders. Yeah. It's freestyle Friday. Get, get it. Get it. Before, <laughs> before I get into spiders, uh, I just love how um, 
you bring up something and like you bring up something and then I realize it and it's great for it's great that you notice it's great that I notice how I've changed and how uh, when you read something or when you see like a quote and how it's affected you so my point is that you mentioned spiders and how I was always terrified of spiders. And the reason why I was terrified of spiders, and I remember it like it was yesterday, I was when I lived back at home with mom and uh, I watched this movie. It was called uh, Eight-Legged Freaks. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It was about the spiders that like got really big and stuff. Have you Have you ever seen it? No. No, I was gonna say first. I'm sorry. Shout out to mommy. Hi, mommy. <laughs> What's up, mommy? We love you, mommy. So yeah, it, uh, it was this movie, Eight Legged Freaks. So. I, I'll check it. I don't know. It sounds familiar. Yeah, it was like some this like crazy experiment went wrong, and these like really all the spiders like became huge and started attacking everyone. So I, I became arachnophobia, and I, I just convinced myself that I was terrified of spiders every time I saw one. And then I saw this quote once, or it might have been like a, a clip you might have sent me, maybe, or I saw it somewhere, and it was like, and no, I think it was a quote, some uh, maybe one time me scrolling through Instagram, and it was, uh, "You fear what you don't know," and it, and it sort of dawned on me, and it was like, I don't really like understand spiders, and I don't really understand why they do the things they do, and all of that, and then like me just moving to Jersey. And just being around them all the time and like, you know, getting to know them in a way and like understanding how spiders work, why they do what they do. And the fact that they create such immaculate masterpieces with a web, like every time like I got, masterpieces, it's Mas like artistry and it's and unbelievable. Heaven. It's unbelievable. I walk by them. Um, and, and I just like stop and I'm like, yo, how did he get all the way up there to connect like each corner and like each strand? It's so perfectly even. I'm like, oh my goodness. So it just, it, it goes back to me just saying like, it's crazy that you mentioned it. Cause you know, I was always terrified and the fact that I take the time to understand and why they did things, how they did their webs, uh, why they did their webs, you know, the fact that they're terrified of humans and we shouldn't be scared of them and all of that stuff. So, you know, that, that, that was crazy that you mentioned, you know, just out being in the nature and all of that. I think, uh, you got to look at it in a different perspective. If, if you go in with a different perspective and, and your vibes is already ringing, um, you, you get to, you get to try new things. Like how you say the fear, like that's how, that's how I felt, you know, that's how I, I'm trying to overcome all the stuff I've never eaten, you know, in the vegetable world, you know, that's stuff that I've never, I've never experienced and I've just had these thoughts and, and I don't know, like you just said, I don't understand it and I don't really know. And I don't know. I didn't know anything about it, but I was afraid of it. Right. And then rec recently I've been, Try another stuff. I had some zucchini yesterday that was unbelievably amazing. Wow, zucchini. Zucchini was incredible. I had some green peas yesterday. Green peas? Incredible. Excuse? Did you just say green peas? Yo, I'm, I'm telling you, my guy. Um, Am I talking to my brother Ray right now? 
Yo, yeah, and then also... Is this the guy that thought that lettuce tasted like dirt a couple of months ago? Or all his life, actually? In the last month, I've had at least four salads. For you, for those of you listening, that is a that is not only an accomplishment but a milestone for that man. Four a four salads in thirty one years. <laughs> yes, and it all happened within the last month. Yep. So you know anything's possible, um, and yeah, man. Like talk about everything we just spoke about. I wanted to hint on the spider thing. Like I saw it was pouring and. Like you said, how 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 beautiful they do. So it was so much spider web that the rain was like bouncing off of it. Yeah, and you can see it. And I was like, wow. Like, but um, it, it's a whole different experience. And it's usually, like I said, from all the way from the beginning when we were talking. If you go with the right group, like if me and you get a chance to do it, bro. You know, the last time we were together. Jesus, man, it felt like Jesus was sitting next to us. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying, and I'm not, and you know I'm not. So, so let me let me sort of stray off a little. So, um, when people usually go on these getaways or they go on vacation and stuff like that, and it's like, you know, they have such a great time, they're experiencing something new, or they're experiencing something they did before, but it was. They're experiencing it differently, whatever the case may be. What do you think, in your opinion, needs to happen for someone not to have the mentality of like, oh, no, I got to go back to the real world? Because I've actually fallen into that sort of, sort of, I don't know how to explain it, like that bubble of, man, now I got to go, you know, our vacation was so much fun, but now I got to go back to the real world. Now I got to go back to work. What, what needs, what needs to change in someone's life for that not to be an issue for, you know, someone to understand that vacation was fun. You know, now it's, now it's got it. Now it's time to, you know, go back home and do what I got to do. What, what do you think needs to happen in someone's life? for that agony of coming back home to go away? I think, what a fucking great question, by the way. <laughs> and I kind of have my done? answer ready, but I just want to hear your answer. Um, so I would say that I don't think they're really happy where they are. Wow, I was but, just, I was that was my answer. Wow, fire. So I don't, I don't believe, I don't, people don't look at it in a, in a, they look at it in, in their own way, right? People see the world in their own way, uh-huh. but just because they have that way, it doesn't mean it's the right way. Okay. Right. So. And you've mentioned this a bunch of times in the past. I've, I've always said this. So. Man. Go ahead, go ahead. People look, people look, <laughs> no, listen, people look at, you know, work, agony, bills, all this other stuff. It's because they're really not happy. And they're not happy that they're not doing what they really want to do in their life. And if they're not really doing what they really want to do, everything else is just going to be hell for them. When they get that little chance to escape and enjoy this wonderful feeling, 
that they don't get when they're in their perception of their home and what their work is and what they don't want to do. They feel that, oh, my God, I got to come back. I got to go do this. I got to go do that. They think it's hell. So it's like if they were in heaven and now they're coming back to hell. And it's only the way they look at it and then that they're really not doing what they love. So That's how I feel about it. Yo, by the way, when, when is your book releasing, bro? Man, you know, <laughs> sooner than later, baby. It's coming. Don't worry, bro. Yo, I want an autographed copy. Number one edition, baby. Listen, you're gonna get the first. You're gonna get the one of many. You get the first book. So, so in other words, yeah. I mean, like, I like that's basically what my answer was gonna be. It's just people aren't passionate. And I was speaking with the guest today. We're recording an episode for Trading Thursdays, and um, and you know, we were speaking about how you need to be passionate about what you do. You know, he was a full time trader, um, and and. You know, it, it, to become a full-time trader, stock trader, it's like you need to really put in the work and you need to be, you know, patient and you need to be confident in what you're doing. And it's like, above all, you need to be passionate in what you're doing. And and that's the thing when it's coming, you know, coming down to you going on vacation or like you said, having the opportunity to get away. It's like, if you're not passionate, if you're not happy, if you don't feel confident, if you don't feel uh, whether it be true or not, if you don't feel successful, you're you're not ever gonna want to come back. You're it's like you said, you're gonna come back to the hell that you're dreading to come back to. So it's like being passionate in what you do, whatever it may be, guys. Like literally anything you guys do, even if it's not particularly where you want to be in life at the moment, I, I I feel like you need to be passionate about it. Because and even if you if let's say you're not getting the salary you desire, the, the the salary you deserve, I still feel like any with anything in life, it should be done with with love, with compassion, with with passion, because I feel like, you know, people see that. And it's funny that I mentioned this because, you know, I reminded myself uh, of a memory that I was actually thinking about earlier today while I was picking up some food to eat and while I was working in J Crew back in oof, 2012, I think it was, or maybe 2013, I I I was so passionate in what I was doing, working in retail. It was, uh, uh, you know, I learned so much about customer service while working there. I think they're one of the, you know, best companies when it comes to when it comes to teaching their. Uh, employees about customer service and I remember this one instance where I was on a roll I was working on the floor I was working in the men's department and I was just helping people left and right yeah let me go check on this for you yeah I'll get this for you right now uh, I was in and out of the cashier and I was just like I was on a roll and I and I loved what I was doing and this I was helping this lady's husband so much and I was getting him different sizes I was getting him different options Things that he, you know, they didn't think he was going to buy and stuff like that. And at the end of me helping them for like an hour or so, among many other clients, the wife, uh, while I was ringing them out, the wife was like, wow, you are so amazing. If only I can bring you back home and have you work for my husband. You're so good at what you do. Thank you so much. And it's, and it's just like, I was only getting paid maybe like 12 bucks an hour and it, you know, it wasn't the best, but I was, I loved what I do. I was passionate. I, I, I did it with love. I wanted the customer to be happy, not because it was my job, because that's what I love to see. That's what I was passionate about. So again, 
I hate to ramble, but it's just like you have to be passionate. Passionate. You have, that needs to be passionate in your heart with whatever you do. Yep. The the, the money shouldn't be the issue. Right. Or we shouldn't already, be the goal. You know, you know the the line is what we're 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 already rich. We just don't have all the money yet. Right. So yeah, what a hell of a story to follow up what I just said. Yeah, I mean, you know that you it, forget you forget about you know what we've just been kind of taught to do since we were little and you know just get a job and do this and then do right, that right. but there's no there's no satisfaction in joy of life right. and and it just seems to you know people get addicted to shit like that you know if if you feel like you need to get away to from the stuff right. it just makes you want to get away more and then do this more and then do that more and you're kind of just living in this vicious cycle. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, my wife and I want to travel the world, you know, until we die. No, no. But yeah, yeah, you didn't let me. I was going to, I was, I knew you was going to say it. I was <laughs> just going to say it. If you're not paying attention to it, if you're paying attention to it, you know what's going on. And you can still do what you love and still travel and right, nothing right. be an issue. You know, that's not what I'm saying. I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I but, you know, just so people not, understand. You're not, it's like you're not, you're not you're not really getting you're not really sort of downplaying the fact that people don't need to travel and don't need to experience things. It's just the fact that understanding that getting caught up in that and not not understanding that what's back home, what what you live day to day should be what's most important, what you're most passionate about. Yeah, exactly. You're getting addicted to the energy of the vacation. Right. That's what you're getting addicted to. That vibe, that feeling of like, ah, nothing's going on. So I'm like blissed out for five days. And then I come back and I'm like, fuck, I got to go back into my routine. You know, but if people had a better routine, you'd be satisfied. You know, if you was doing shit that you love and you want to do, you'd be living a fucking amazing life. Like you just said, you and your wife want to travel, you know? That's great. If life is going the way it's supposed to be going, everyone's happy, you both are in tune with each other, your fire is lit, you know? Don't, what is your limits then? Right. Then you're pushing yourself to a whole nother standard. Right, exactly. And, and you know, I, I went on vacation myself, um, recently too, you know, my wife and I took a cruise to the Bahamas and it was, it was amazing. And there was this, and you also, you commented and all, commented on it as well. I posted this sort of clip on my Instagram stories and it was just one night on the cruise while we were going from one destination to the other in the Bahamas, you know, I just walked outside right before dinner and on, on the, uh, what's that? You know, just like the the walkway, I guess the side of the ship. I don't really know the deck. That's what it's called. You know, I just walked yeah. onto the deck and I I looked out into the ocean and let me actually uh, uh pull that pull that quote up because you know I came up with a crazy who quoted quote. it? Who quoted it? I I think I just came up with it. It was just like the feeling that I had while. You know, coming from a place where there is always something or someone around you, it really puts things into perspective when you're out in the open sea with nothing around you for miles. And that's just how, you know, I just came up with that right there and then. It was just seeing the open ocean. And I'm sure you've had the same feelings when you were on the Navy boat 
um, you know, the the air, aircraft carrier when you was in the Navy, out in the sea, middle of nowhere. Yeah, of course, it was a different experience. But the fact that you're just, a, you know, you're around nothing for miles and it's just you're looking up at the moon and you're looking in the sky and everything's so peaceful and so quiet and you're so in tune with everything around you and the 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 sound of the water thrashing against the boat and you know it, it was just it was a surreal moment and it's and it's so crazy because now I, I going back to what we said earlier, it's like I experienced that twice before. Like this is this was my third cruise, but I wasn't ever nowhere near close in the mindset that I was before. So, you know, going back to a cruise, experiencing it for the third time, but kind of experiencing it differently because of my mindset is just incredible to, you know, think to 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 understand the fact that, you know, I've been here before, but it, it hasn't hit me the way it's hitting me now, you know, and it's just an, it was an amazing feeling above, you know, all things that I did on the, on the, during the vacation, it was just amazing to just sit out on that deck for a couple of minutes and just stare out onto the ocean and just let my thoughts wander. And, you know, coming up with that quote while my mind was wrong, wandering and, you know, and back to that quote, it was like, you know, um, coming from a place, you know, try to break down this quote. It's like coming from a place where there's always something or o always someone around, you know, you know, you and I always, you know, we were raised in a uh, not really a, like a city area where there's always people. There's always cars. There's always something moving. There's always something happening. 24 hours a day, especially coming from a city that's quoted the city that never sleeps. And then really puts things into perspective when you're out in the open and there's nothing and there's nothing moving and there's nothing happening and it's kind of weird and it's like I don't know I didn't know how to like process it at the moment it's just like wow I'm not used to this and and it was I sort of had that same feeling you know moving from New York to New Jersey and again I'm sorry that I'm rambling but coming from New York to, to New Jersey it was a bit different because it was, it's a lot more peaceful out here there's you know not a lot of people you know it's not as populated as it is in New York City but then coming going from New, New Jersey which is a lot more quieter and stuff like that and there's more trees and birds everywhere and then going to absolutely almost nothing it was just like wow is is it is there less than this I know that the, the people, the, the question is usually, is there more than this? But I was like, is there less than this? Can can it be more? Can it be less? More or less, I guess. So my point is, it was just incredible to to be in nothingness, if that makes sense. Wow, my nigga, bro. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. What's crazy is if you look up my man that I was waiting to say until you were finished, it's just wild. Super goosebumps. <laughs> this is, this is, listen guys, this is called serendipity. Everything happens for a reason. His last thought is what's the first thing that I was going to bring up and talk about. Holy snipes. So what is it? <laughs> so if you listen to Alan Watts and he talks about nothingness, Oh, wow. um, yeah. And I was just going to bring up Alan Watts and say, you know, that experience that you experienced on the deck is, and I quoted on one of your things, 
which is I, which is quoting Alan Watts, right. was like, when you know that you're it, and you know you're not just this little speck on this little ball, you know that you're more, you know that this, you're this, you know you're it, that's how he quotes it, you're it. You know that you're it uh, when, when you realize when it's like a wave is on an ocean. That, that that's that's the same feeling, and and when you sit on the deck and and you can see it, and, and you're watching the waves just sit on the ocean, and it's just an, and it was like it's like perfection, right? And you you know that you're you're so much more than what you're used to, and as soon as that moment hits you, it's you know it could it could overwhelm you, but I mean it, it, that's those those stories. It just sounds like. It was a, it was a great experience. Yeah, and you know, you know, you saying that I'm getting a little choked up here because you saying that you know we're not just this little speck. It, it, it's like we. Yo, my man. Yo, you. I always say it. I've always said it. What does Zig Ziglar say? There's 108 billion people to walk this earth, but there's only been one Dennis. There's only been one Dennis. Ever and there will only be ever one Dennis. That's that's come on. This is what I'm trying to tell everybody. And and it's and it's no. and it's not only that. I mean, I I understand that. It's just the fact that you know I believe I was placed here for a reason. So just to to think in the magnitude of there's so many people, there are so many waves out in the ocean. But when you see that one specific wave and know and understand that one spe- that one specific wave was put there for a reason, that without that one specific wave, all the other waves will be out of sync. It's just like it. I have the thought in my mind, like I want to like, I want to leave an imprint on this world. Like I want to leave a dent on this world. And it's not even about knowing my name. It's just about being able to like, change people's lives for the good and uh, yeah man I, I i listened to your boy td jakes this morning yeah. and he says he's powerful man he's a he's he's a hell of a preacher and he says that he never wanted to be famous right. he didn't want to be in the spot that he's in he only wanted to be effective wow and when he said when he said that's what i said i said what he said, I wasn't ready for this famous stuff. I didn't want to be here. I, I did this because I wanted to be effective. And I was like, damn. Like, damn. Like, all of this other stuff happened. And he's able to change people's lives. It's, it's, it's so surreal and it's beautiful. And these feelings, I, I think what's so wonderful is you get to experience these different feelings you've never felt before. They just have been merely have just been thoughts. And maybe one day you could feel it, or maybe you weren't even ready for it. Or you've never thought it. And look, you know, it's, it's so, so we, we live, we, we live in heaven. If you don't know you, you was in heaven in that moment. <laughs> heaven is right here. I'm telling you we're in heaven, Poppy. So we are the creators. So going back to, you know, your, your time spent in the Poconos, it's like how, you know, and, you know, people listening out there, how would you explain to others or what would you say to others that would help them maximize their experience 
um, going on a getaway, not really a vacation and going out and doing activities, but just going to a place where there's, again, like peacefulness, where there's nothingness, where it's just you getting in tune with whatever you want to get in tune with, whether it be spiritually, physically, mentally. How does one maximize? How does one take advantage to the fullest of that sort of experience? That's a great question, man. You really have an off-the-dome question. <laughs> it's just wonderful. Like, I need at least a second to process it. Um, yeah, I mean, just imagine if I, like, took time and wrote these out. I think with a clear mindset, like, if you go in with a clear mind, Okay, so when I do yoga, right before yoga starts, you go with intention. You sit in the yoga crotch position, and you have your hands over your chest. And then the instructor will say, set an intention for the day or for the class. And um, I think if you go there with the right intention, with the right group of people that are going to let you find that right intention, um, maybe do something that you've never done before in that same experience. I got to do something I've never done before. I got to do two things I've never done before. And... You know, it changed the way I feel. It changed the way I think. And I guess, you know, it it just helps me grow more and more. And I think that's the best way to maximize that experience. For sure. And also not not be messed up with the idea of what we were talking about, about coming back home. Right. I think if, if... you gotta have you gotta have those things all in sync. You can't be thinking of it as running away, and then you you can't have that thought either. So the intention with the great thought is, you know, I'm just going, we're going to hang out, we're going to do something different, and I think that that's what's what's most important. And if you have all of those things together, you're gonna come back better than you were before. Absolutely, absolutely. So I wanted to get <clears throat> wanted to get into um a couple of more things, but um before I do, I just want to I just want to mention a quick thing and I hate to mention things that sort of you know, darken the mood a bit, but it's just something that's, you know, have recently, you know, has been told to me and it's heavy on my heart and um, you know, a buddy of mine over here in Jersey um, that I played softball with. And, you know, this was my buddy who we just went to the championship and we almost won. And, you know, it was a great experience. Um, You know, I was told that uh, he died today. And, man, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, I don't want to get too much into the details, but, uh, you know, he tried committing suicide for the second time. And, you know, sadly, he... He was painfully successful this time, and it, it 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 sucked when I heard it, and I couldn't believe it. And it it, it was what was what was even worse for me. It was that when I when he told me the story about the first time he tried to do it, I couldn't believe it, and I was just like, "What, man? I, like I've never heard someone telling me about a story about it like that, you know?" And then hearing it again for the second time, it was just like. 
like the reason why it hit me again is because he was he was such a happy person he was the happiest person on the team he was always like you know bringing people up and he was always oh man and it's hard so you know i just i just wanted to mention that you know his name is brett right you know so you know anyone out there just prayers out for 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 his family and you know they're they're going through a tough time and everyone on the team you know both teams cuz we was on two teams to get two, two teams together so you know our next season is going to be all for him and we're going to take it all the way home just for him man and yeah like i said i hate to to dampen the mood but i wanted to mention it now so we didn't end on it you know it it, it was hard for me to hear that tonight and i just want to know that he's in a better place now and you know Prayers out to his family. So, and I know you've, you've, Ray has, have dealt with that in the past. You've lost friends to, to suicide. And it's just, it sucks to hear that, man. And it, it, it's, it's different when you hear that someone died from like a freak accident or, or something else. But to hear that they took their life away, it just, it crushes my heart because, you know, we mentioned the statistic a couple of episodes ago how, you know, there are more veterans committing suicide than, you know, a year than ever before. It's just, it's devastating to hear that people take their lives, man. And, and especially coming from people who look, who look the happiest, you know, and I told my wife when she came home from work and she was like, yeah, those are usually the people who are the, the, the saddest, you know, and it bring and it, and it reminds me of Robin Williams, someone who, who brought so much joy to the world and so much laughter, you know, taking his life because he was, he wasn't, he wasn't happy and all that good stuff. So yeah, you know, it, it it was it was tough to hear that and you know, like like I just mentioned, my wife, she said that is usually, you know, is mostly the people who, who seem the happiest. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that and I don't wanna talk about it too much. I just wanted to throw it out there for you know, so people can send out prayers to him and his family and stuff like that, man. He will be missed and he he will be loved. You know, I think out of out of things like that that have happened, is you know you're, you're not you're not alone. People are here and they love you. You need you need to get in tune with those people and and, and, and speak to them and don't hide your feelings. Yep. You know, if 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 you feel a certain way, you should definitely talk to someone. Those uh, there's always options. There's there's, I think people, they have a, a perception of that there's no other way, and you know, there's 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 so many. So don't be try 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 and speak up right away. Absolutely. My, my prayers to his family. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So um. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys, for um, springing, springing that out on you guys. <clears throat> it was very unexpected. I apologize. But, you know, it is Freestyle Fridays, and you're going to get what you're going to get. But, uh, I mean, let's get back into normal programming, I guess. Um, we did want it to speak about, and I know Ray is very passionate about this, and I'm not too... Um, uh, What's the what's the word I used earlier? Um, I'm not too knowledgeable on the subject, but I kind of have an idea. I kind of have the definition in front of me. But he wanted to speak about, uh, and I wanted to speak about epigenetics. And 
what we can do with this uh, field of study, which is what it is, to sort of enhance us as human beings, if that's correct, Ray? It's, so it's wait, how, before you continue, let me, so it's basically the study of changes in organism, organisms caused by modification of gene expression rather than alteration of the genetic code itself. Yep. So in English, <laughs> in, in regular layman's terms would be, it's not what our genes determine our body to happen. It's what our brain determines what happens to our body. Oh, wow. Say that again? It's not. The, so it's not the genes. You know, you don't get sick because of your genes that you were born with. It has nothing to do with those genes. That. It has nothing. Everything that you were born with, nada. That's all gone. It's what your brain does to your body. And when you listen to him more, man, he talks about, 95% of like all sickness and all cancer is created in the mind and then it's put on the body and then the body. So man, it gets even deeper. The body <laughs> will create the sickness in the body. And then he also goes into the fact that we already have all of these viruses in our body, but we don't have the thought of us having it yet. But when people go to the doctor and they get these thoughts and the professional says, Hey, you got this. You convince yourself that you got it and you really don't got it. And it's just so much factual information. It's so much statistics and it's, it's always, and then it goes, it's crazy because it goes back to what me and you spoke about that we're going to have one of our episodes on, on uh, the autopilot of the brain, the, the man, goodness, brain fart, psycho cybernetic mechanism. Yeah. Big and, word. And it's, it's what, it's what the brain is focusing on and paying attention to and it's creating. And I'm just, there's so much info to better ourselves and he puts it all out there. And, and, and what did, there was this one clip you sent me. Did, yeah. What did you experience in that clip I sent you? I mean, it was, wow, what he was saying. And I was just going to reference, I, I send you two screenshots of what he said um you know during the video uh before we got on the mic it was uh so if you change your thought and your mind you can change the biology he was referring to you know the body and how like ray said that you know we have all these things in our body but it's only it was it's only activated when we give it a thought so my question to you is and if you're not knowledgeable about about it it's, it's un totally understandable because we're both learning about it but is it can can because you mentioned we have all these things in our bodies and it, it doesn't manifest in other words until we give it a thought so does that sort of apply as well to emotions we have I mean, I'm kind of an answering my own question because we have all these emotions in us, right? But, you know, none of it comes out unless we give it a thought and then it manifests itself, right? So we all have anger, you know, in our, you know, in, in, within ourselves. But if we don't give it a thought, it'll it'll never manifest. It'll never show through us, right? I think, I think that's completely correct. And then I think that's, I think that's speaking on a lower level of thinking, you know, you're not thinking on a higher frequency when you're thinking like that. You're still thinking in to where, you know, 
you're still letting your emotions control your life and not letting you control your emotions and controlling your life. So it's, you have to have those things first correct and then be able to, to do exactly what he's talking about. And the proof is in the pudding, my brother. And I sent you that next video. That's the whole presentation. And he talks about the pharmaceutical companies control the medicine and the doctors don't even know. And you convince yourself, you think, and then, you know, you saw him. We've talked about the placebo effect. Right. We've, we've talked about that. And then he talks about the nocebo effect. Wow, fire. I was just going to mention that. Yeah, so it's like... So, yeah, before you explain what it like, is, let me actually explain. Because that was the first time I was hearing that. And I was like, what? Did he just make that word up? No, he did not. So the nocebo effect... No, he didn't. No, he didn't. So it's an uh, an opposite tendency that one has been largely overlooked by research community. Is the... Uh, nocebo effect put simply it is a phenomenon in which inert substances or mere suggestions of substances actually bring about negative effects in a patient or research participant so in other words it's the complete opposite of a placebo placebo is something that is given to someone told it told you know they're told that it's supposed to do something and then their you know your mind goes into work believing that and then that's what the the body and it's and it's funny how that's what life happens that's what the life happens not just your body you can't say body it's whatever happens in the world then changes yeah but listen to this listen to this what what i just thought about this is why i love freestyle fridays it's like we're taught what placebo is at a young age right in school but we're never taught what nocebo uh nocebo effect is we're never taught what epigenetics is what what you know the autopilot of the brain is and it's crazy that it all ties in together because i just realized that you know what i just realized is that i learned about placebo when i was you know younger i always knew a placebo meant you know through tv shows through schools through internet whatever but i just started to learn the fact that the brain is powerful and the fact that if you think something it's gonna happen so you having the placebo or given a placebo, your brain, and he mentions mentions it in the video that you sent me, it's like your brain starts to believe what you've been given. So what you were physically given does nothing. What does the work is your brain telling your body to start healing itself. It's what the belief is. And let me tell you how powerful you are. And let me tell everyone else how powerful they are. You ready for this one, Dennis? I don't think so. A bolt of lightning is one billion volts, yet a human cell generates 0.07 volts of electricity at 37.5 trillion cells that we have in our body. That's 2.65 trillion volts in a human body. So as of a bolt of lightning is one billion volts. And how much damage a bolt of lightning can do in our human body that we are controlling, walking around with, breathing, sleeping, drinking, doing backflips, somersaults, front flips. We have 2.625 trillion volts in our body. Jesus. 
that's over what ninety nine billion more than in the than a bolt of lightning. So we're stronger than bolts it's, of lightning, in other words. We're stronger than a uh, hundred billion, uh, ninety nine billion lightning bolts plus more. That's just in the body. And, and the guy and, and the guy said in the video that we have so much, we have more. We have the uh, uh, the amount of electricity we have in our bodies is enough to self combust. In other words, we have so much electricity that our bodies can self combust if we wanted to. That's insane. It's again what you just said. It's how people don't know. I think the world is is blind. And I've never heard the fact on how strong we are like that. I just recently heard that. That's like a recent screenshot of something that I heard. And and when you start to figure out all these other things, like it really makes sense that everything is really possible. You know, like you can really change all of these things and and, and do it exactly how you want to do it. All right. It's just it's just. Like you said, it's the belief and it's how the mind is working. And, and again, it goes back to the, to the psycho-cybernetic mechanism, the autopilot. And then the autopilot tells the RAS and then what, what your reticular activating system is looking at in the world is what, how your body and the genes are reacting to the world. And that's epigenetics. My goodness. Yo, I want your book when oh, you release it. Oh my goodness! I I didn't even know I just said that. <laughs> it's just it just goes to show you that when you put the time to research and learn, you can connect things that you never knew connected. Wow, that was fire. Yo, that's 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 why this guy that the from the book, the answer, the one that I was telling you, man. The guy that I was telling you about that we were talking about, John Ascoff or Ascoff, he was on, he was on the Tom Belinky show, and he's worth like five six billion, and and he he teaches a piece of this in the book, and it's crazy, but when like you said, you can look around and see stuff, and you know, then I, I'll quote, you know. I'll quote this guy. It's this guy who made Apple again? So Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. He's, he says when you start to uh, connect the dots, everything just makes sense. You have all these little pieces and all this information. And then you put it together. It's like, like I said, we're in heaven. This is it. There's so much epigenetics. Your body's going to react to what your mind is paying attention to. I'll say that again. What your brain is on your autopilot, if you don't have the autopilot set to your belief, like Dennis said, and if you're not paying attention to what you need to pay attention to, which is your reticular activating system, your genes is going to react to what you are seeing in the world. And that is what you're going to experience in your life. Oh my goodness. 
Okay, let, let, let's close this out. Before we, we, we head out for, for tonight, I just wanted to qu- share a quick story. Um, so this weekend, during, uh, well, this past weekend, during uh, Labor Day? Labor Day is what just passed, right? Yes, sir. So during Labor Day, I went to uh, visit family um, up in New York. And uh, <clears throat> my <clears throat> my wife's cousin was uh, visiting for uh, from Florida, so he was around. You know, he was up for dealing with family things, and you know, so uh, my wife, her cousin, and then my cousin, we just we went out uh, uh, Sunday, and we just went out for breakfast, and then we went out to uh, Domino Park, and man. And it just goes to show you that if you have the right mentality, even if you're not in a secluded place like Ray and I was, you know, whether it be on the cruise or whether it be, you know, out in the ocean or out in the nature like Ray was, you know, if you have the right mentality, you can still have that same feeling even if you're around a bunch of noise. You know, it's just training your mind To, to, to be open to certain things and to shut out certain things and be able to experience every moment to the fullest. And the reason why I say that is because, uh, you know, my wife, her cousin, my cousin, after breakfast, we went to uh, Domino Park, which is a park in um, Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn. <clears throat> um, yeah, by, out by the water. Uh, what bridge is that? Do you know? The, uh, is that the Brooklyn Bridge? It's the Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is. The, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. So it's right under, <clears throat> pardon me, it's right under the Williamsburg Bridge. And, uh, you know, the moment we got there, because uh, my cousin, he always goes there to play volleyball. There's this uh, uh, beach sort of uh, court of volleyball where there's uh, sand and a whole bunch of people go there. And it was it's this beautiful park. And um, we went there as soon as we got there. People were like, hey, do you guys want to play some volleyball? We was like, yeah. We took our shoes off. We walked onto the court. Everybody introduced themselves. Hey, my name is so-and-so. Hi, my name is so Every Everyone was so friendly. And there were people out on the grass next to the court, just a bunch of people. And, you know, my cousin and I, we played for whew, like four or five hours nonstop. It was beautiful weather. It was such an amazing time. You know, my wife and, his, and her cousin were sitting on the sideline just watching us play. There were people everywhere watching watching us and it was just it was such a beautiful moment and beautiful time and the fact that the weather was so amazing and it just goes to show you that even when you're surrounded by so many people you can enjoy and you could uh experience the moment to the fullest and you know notice how good the weather is how people are enjoying themselves what are they doing while they're enjoying themselves out you know in such a beautiful day so you know the moral of the story is like you don't have to be in a secluded area or by yourself or, you know, somewhere far away to be able to get away. You can you can get away by getting in, in a way, you know. You can, you can be in the moment by being around others, you know, and, and so on. So, uh, you know, if there's something you can take away from this episode is knowing that if you have the right mentality, if you have the right state of mind, you can... You can be happy, you can be passionate, you can uh, uh, experience the moment to the fullest and enjoy it and learn from it and et cetera. So, uh, Ray, anything you would like to close out with, please go ahead. Um, man, I 
this has been a hell of an episode. Uh, Liz. Oh, by the way, before you continue, um, I also while while we was out after Domino Park, we went to uh, we walked around in Bedford. That's another awesome. It was another awesome experience. We went to a bunch of stores. There was a bunch of uh, street sellers, and I bought this interesting book. It was uh, the Art of of Achievement by Tom Morris, and I can't wait to dig into that. So, uh, yeah. That's that's great that it's it's so changed down there now. What, yeah. a, what a great place to hang out at. Yeah. yeah. Um, but all, all, all I was saying is uh, live your life the way you want to live your life. Um, it's not, I don't want to say it's not a sin to do your job or go to work or have to do this or have responsibilities. You know, this is precious. This is life. We're all alive. Um, and like I always say, be your best you. Don't strive every day to be your best. Push yourself. Um, learn more. Don't judge no one. Treat everyone as if they were the most important person in the world. Um, and that's it. You're, you're going to get all these results right back. You see a difference. You make a change. You're going to see a huge difference. And that's it. We love you. We definitely love you guys. And we are always truly grateful that you guys take the time out to, you know, listen to us. Just two regular guys from New York City who just have a lot to talk about. And I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys learn um, as much as we do. And I hope you guys uh, enjoy listening as much as we love talking because we can talk all day. That's for sure. Um, don't forget to check us out on Instagram. That's uh, Paradisos Podcast on Twitter, Paradisos 101. And check out our website. That's www.paradisos.world. And before we sign out, I want, can anyone uh, sort of guess what what that is? Any any Anyone? Anyone? I'm going to do a, a little ASMR. Any guess? No, no, no. Okay, I'll tell you. So that is or was a medium-sized Ziploc bag full of Paradiso's buttons. That is right, Paradiso's buttons. We are giving these away, guys. We're thinking about selling them, but we're going to give these away. There's about 50 of them. 50 buttons, and we're going to give them all away. We're going to be doing 25 on Twitter. And uh, 25 on Instagram. Or maybe just all of them on Instagram, to be honest. Or maybe just on our website. Maybe you just have to go on our website and claim your free button, right? Uh, these are freaking awesome, guys. I'm going to post, be posting a picture on all our social medias and our website. And if you want to claim one, you just just give us a shout. Hey, I want one. Or, hey, um, you mentioned buttons. I want one of these. So, yeah, stay tuned for that, guys. We order some awesome buttons, and we want you to have it. And, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, Sorry for that awkward silence. I thought Ray had said something. But uh, until next time, God bless you all, my beautiful people. Peace.